0: Hello my Say It With Love listeners, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I am your host Janelle Lee, and this is the podcast where we speak truth and if we're gonna speak truth I gotta tell y'all something. I don't really feel like recording this episode today. Ooh! I know you're probably like why not? Well we're just getting over the holidays, Christmas passed, New Year's just passed, all the hustle and bustle of shopping, getting ready for the holidays, also on top of working, also on top of studying, also on top of now I got this little cold where I'm congested. It's just been a lot these last two weeks. So I apologize for the delay of this episode, but in the midst of everything, I learned something. Procrastination is delayed disobedience. Procrastination is delayed disobedience. So the thing God told you to do, if you don't do it right then and there, you're being disobedient. Because once you put it off one day, that's the day you could have already done it. Then you put it off another day, that's two days you're going by without doing what God told you to do. And typically it just starts spiraling downhill where you put it off for a week like I did. And then it goes on two weeks like I did. And you're not doing what God told you to do. So going into 2024, we're going to stop the procrastination. We're going to stop the delayed disobedience to God. And we're going to stop the disobedience to God overall. We want to be obedient girlies for 2024. And with that being said, let's go ahead and stop procrastinating and move on to part two of Eve and Me. So last episode, we reflected on Eve's life and how it correlates to us women today. But now I want to speak on temptation. So part two of Eve and Me will be centered around temptation what it is, how we can avoid it, and how we can overcome it. Temptation can be defined as anything that influences you to disobey God. And we know disobedience equates to sin. But being tempted in itself is not a sin, okay? When you are tempted, it is not a sin. It only becomes a sin when you succumb to it, when you fail to resist it, when you give life to the temptation, that is when sin is born. And I think that's very important to know because a lot of times we allow the feeling of guilt to make us go all the way through with the sin. You still have an opportunity to choose if you're going to fall into the sin or you're going to walk away from the sin. Do you resist the temptation or do you give in to it? And that's a question we should ask ourselves every single time. We need to question the temptation and not let the temptation question us. Ask things like, is this being obedient to God? Does this glorify the Father? And quiet all the voices that ask you questions like, really? Are you sure you don't want to do this? Those are doubting voices and you need to quiet all the doubting voices in your life. When Satan tempted Eve, he made her doubt the word of God by saying, did God really say? And we have to be so strong in knowing truth that we have to reply, yes, yes. Yes, God did really say. A wonderful example of standing firm on the word of God is Matthew chapter 4. Satan kept tempting Jesus. He said, If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Then Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus knew the word and was able to stand firm on the word when Satan tried to sweep him off his feet. Now another thing about temptation is, It's going to tempt you (laughs) and it's going to tempt you with something you want, something that you know you're not supposed to have. Eve wasn't tempted by all the trees she could eat from. She was tempted by the two she couldn't eat from. And it was tempting because it was something she wanted. I don't think Eve wanted to blatantly disobey God, but the thing she wanted came in the form of disobedience. She aspired to be like God. She wanted to gain wisdom, which in itself is something we should all want, but not at the cost of waywardness. A lot of us want wealth, but at the cost of greed. A lot of us want love, but at the cost of sexual immorality. A lot of us want righteousness, but at the cost of wickedness. The former are all wonderful things to want, but you will never receive them by the hands of the latter. It will never be the real way God intended you to have it. You can have wealth, but not at the cost of greed. And you can have love, but not at the cost of sexual immorality. And you can have righteousness, but you will never have righteousness at the cost of wickedness. So after Eve ate the fruit, she shared it with her husband. And I just want to reiterate that temptation is anything that influences you to disobey God. Scripture said she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. So the temptation came through Eve and reached Adam because he was with her. Sometimes we get caught up in temptation because of the influence of just being around it. So it's best not to even put yourself in that situation or in that environment. And to be honest, majority of everything in this world has some type of influence, whether good or bad. So it's up to us to make a conscious decision on what we choose to influence us and vice versa. We should be conscious of what we put out that might influence others. And I know so many people like to say, well, so-and-so has a mind of their own. I can't help what they do. But in fact, we all have a part in helping the next person to become better. Yes, I said it, I said what I said. We all have a part in helping the next person to become better. God made Eve to help Adam, that was her responsibility, and God made us to help others, that is our responsibility. God has a well thought out plan for our lives, and it involves caring for others, not only yourself. And just as God has a plan for us, you must know that Satan has a plan against us. And it is the five D's of the devil, doubt, discouragement, diversion, defeat, and delay. Doubt makes you question God's word and his goodness. Discouragement makes you look at your problems rather than at God. Diversion makes the wrong things seem attractive so that you will want them more than you want the right things. Defeat makes you feel like a failure so that you don't even try. And delay makes you put off doing something so that it never gets done. Remember what I said, procrastination is just delayed disobedience. So if you're experiencing any of this, just know it is Satan's plan to keep you down. It is not God's plan of prosperity. And in the midst of all this, I realized something that changed my whole outlook on life. God is the creator. That sounds so simple. But if you really break it down and think about it, God is the creator. And revisiting Genesis showed me what that really meant and what it still means today. God being the creator means his creation cannot be greater than him. And I'll say it again. God being the creator means his creation cannot be greater than him. We do not look at a building and worship the building as if it built itself. Instead, we inquire to know more about the architect, the creative mind behind the creation, the one who knows all about it, the ins and outs, the greatest to the smallest details. So why, when it comes to us, do we allow creation to have more authority than the creator? Lucifer is simply a created being that fell from grace that has no higher authority over the master. The devil's tactics is to tempt and manipulate. He tempted Eve and manipulated God's word. He tempted Jesus and tried to manipulate God's word. And all throughout the Bible are stories of Satan tempting and trying to manipulate God's word. Satan is repetitive in his attacks. And once you know that... You can fight back a little differently. Satan is not the creator. He cannot create new ways of attacking you. What may seem new to you is not new to mankind. Because 1 Corinthians 10 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. The creator will create a way out for us every single time. But we have to be willing to follow. That decision is on us. And knowing the unchanging word of God makes it easier to make the right decision when faced with temptation. And as we're entering into the new year, I pray that I lean more on God's truth opposed to my own understanding. I pray that my obedience is strong and my faith is unwavering. And I pray that more people come to Christ. This world is hard, but it gets easier when you have someone to trust in that never changes and consistently wants the best for you. And that's God. I also pray for peace and fellowship amongst one another and amongst the nations. I pray for unity, not division, in the body of Christ, and that we can come together in our similarities instead of departing in our differences. I had to understand Eve as a person to realize we're more alike than different. And when I realized that, I understood that plenty of women have been disobedient and fallen short of the glory of God, even me. So thank you for tuning into part two of Even Me. I hope it blessed you and I'll see you next time.